welcome to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda. I am your host and energy expert. Today, I want to share with you something that helped me tremendously to once and for all overcome having had my burnout. And I can say that it helped me to probably never step into a situation where I burn myself out. But my example comes from the workplace. That doesn't mean that what we're going to discuss today cannot help you in other areas of your life where you might feel overstressed, overwhelmed and burnt out as well. So stay tuned. worked for most of my adulthood in the corporate world has made me become the typical corporate career woman. I climbed up the career ladder by moving from company to company and moving roles, moving departments and even countries just to get ahead and move up the ladder. I have collected so many experiences with different companies in different jobs and with that comes as well different bosses. I had them all. I had the fun boss. I had the great boss. I had the challenging boss. I had the not caring boss. I had the easy boss and I had the frustrating boss and it can just keep going like that. (laughs) The same With the companies I have worked for, I can label them similarly really from a list from A to Z of my experiences with the companies that I've worked for. Having moved around so much over the last 24 years in being an employee gave me the chance to see patterns and pitfalls that I kept falling into. And one of the biggest pitfalls I saw clearly for the first time about a year ago. I was just back from having had my burnout about eight months. I was for sure having overcome my burnout. I was in a really good balance And I was in a place where I applied a lot of my insights and my learnings and felt good about my relationship with work. So because I was feeling pretty good myself, I was able to focus more on my colleagues and the people I worked with. So I observed them and that made me realize something. So I'm just going to give you the scoop now of that message, that realization, and then I'm going to explain more of what it actually means. So what I realized is that neither my boss nor my company are responsible for how I feel physically, mentally, or emotionally. You might now cry out loud hearing this and tell me how wrong I am. And I get it. That is perfectly normal because that's what I would have done for the last 20 years before I had this realization. I was very good at blaming my boss if I had too much work to do. 
I was great at blaming my boss if someone in my team was not doing their work as well as I think they should be doing it. I was good blaming the company for not having strong enough ethics or values. I was great at blaming them if they created a workforce of people that are just out for themselves or if they are creating a workforce of people that are working too hard and overdoing it. I was great at playing this game so much, complaining together huddled up with colleagues really gossiping with friends at work about our bosses or the company and just being outraged by the injustice that was happening to us. If I look back at all the bosses I have complained about and all the companies that I have badly spoken about every now and then, I could think that I was the biggest victim in the corporate world. (laughs) Well, at a minimum in my head, it seemed like it. But you know what it was? I was a self-made victim. Over all these years, I did not own my power, but rather stepped into the position of a victim. I gave my power away. I gave it to my bosses that I would complain about. I would give it over to a company that I felt strongly about that they were doing something wrong. And companies are not even real people. So I gave my power away to a construct, to an institution. And now that I realize it, I see it in other people and I feel really strongly about this message that employees give their power away to something that does not even really exist. A company is not a real person. It's not really something. It's something on paper. It's something that has numbers. It has a logo on a website. And yes, a lot of people work there, but it's not a real person. And still, we're giving our power away to this construct. So coming back to the moment when it hit me, the moment the realization came to me was when I observed some of my colleagues, how they spoke about the company and our boss at that time. And suddenly my eyes opened to the fact that they were given their power away when they complained about the injustice that was happening or the treatment that they received. They did not own their power anymore. They did not own the power to make the choices for themselves to improve the situation. And when it hit me, I just saw how I have done the same over the last 20 years. And that's when the sentence came to me. My boss is not responsible for how I feel. I am responsible for how I feel. I cannot put something so big 
and so important onto another person and even a person that I'm not even that close to, like a family member or a partner. How unfair of me to even do that to that person and try to make them carry my burden. Well, the burden that I actually create just with my mind. How unfair is it to make another person feel like they are responsible for making me feel better, to making my life better? It is just not okay to do that, nor for the person that I give my power away to, nor for myself. When I got this message <laughs> and realized what it meant, I felt like the first domino stone was pushed over and so many more were falling. So many things started to make sense to me now. I saw that if every employee would just take their power back and stop putting this burden on their boss or their company, then we would not be in the situation where over half of the employees worldwide are struggling with stress and burnout. And it all comes down to the beliefs that we are having about work and being employed, being an employee and working for a company and all the hierarchies that come with an organization like that. When I reflect back on some of the beliefs that I would carry around with me, these are a few of the, I would say, more important ones. So I give you a few examples and maybe they resonate with you as well. One was, when I feel stressed out and overworked, it is my boss's responsibility to take away some of the workload or pressure so that I feel better. That was for sure one of the big beliefs. Another one was, when my company goes through a restructuring and I'm scared about my job or livelihood, then it is up to the company to do everything to make me feel better and safe. That was another one. And another good example is when I'm not getting along with a team member or colleague and going to work really sucks because I need to see them and work with them, it is my boss's responsibility to deal with this situation so I can enjoy my life again. These are typical examples. They were typical for me and I have observed as well similar beliefs in other people. I can probably come up with over a hundred more of these and <laughs> you probably have some that are coming up for you at this moment as well. I think you get my point. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that a boss or a company do not have any responsibilities. Of course they do. But I think we are taking it too far. It's kind of a responsibility line between what a company and a boss is responsible for and what we are responsible for. And for most of my adult life, I have moved that responsibility line over too much to my boss and employer. And with that, I gave my power away. I gave my power away to make my own decisions and to work on myself and then feel better as a result of my own actions, my own choices and through my own inner work. That is the 
only way that will long lasting make you feel better anyway. Nobody or nothing on the outside will ever make you be whole, happy or feel loved if you don't do it for yourself first. Now, you might be asking, okay, that sounds about right, but what is the responsibility of a company to their employees when they do feel stressed or burned out? Some employers are already doing a lot of things in the area of health and well-being for their employees, and some sadly not. But even the ones who do have a lot of offers in that space will not stop employees from slipping into burnout. What I have discovered is that employees quite often don't realize that they are their own creators of their life. They are creating their own reality. They believe that especially being an employee and being in the workplace, that their employer or their boss are the ones in full control or minimum in control of certain areas of your life. And if you feel stressed or cannot cope anymore, then your boss or your employer should make it better, make you feel better. But with that, you are giving your power away. The one thing I would hope employers would support employees more with in that situation is to take some time off when they're really diagnosed with burnout. Getting some distance from your current situation is really crucial and valuable for you to recover. Employers hopefully realize that a few weeks off of work will get them back a healthier, happier, and much more productive employee. And another important part for us to have more of is data and scientific research on the topic of burnout and mental health. In our times, in the times that we are living in, data and science is seen as the truth. In the last decades, the world have focused heavily on the physical health of our bodies, and we have made great strides in this area. But people are the most unhappy and overworked than they have ever been, which shows that a healthy body is not everything. It is just one part of the total equation of well-being. We have not so far focused enough on our minds and our emotions, but new research and scientific results start to show the connection between them all and the power of our mind and our emotions on our state of being and wellness. The more data and science we can collect and share, the more people and companies will wake up to the truth. And if they don't, they will be left behind and pay for it later. So even though your employer and your boss have some responsibilities, you have the biggest responsibility to yourself. See this as the greatest opportunity that you have. Your company does not own you. Your boss cannot rule your life. So take your power back. You will have so much more energy available to you again. 
you will see how certain challenges and problems that you previously complained about and gossiped about, they just go away kind of by themselves because you stop giving them energy and attention through your complaining and through your gossiping. Start looking out for yourself and not in a selfish way, but in a caring way. And looking out for yourself means that you take care of yourself and don't wait for your boss or your employer to do it first. If this resonated with you and you started to see your company or your boss in a new light, then my job is done for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the Raise Your Energy podcast so you don't miss next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.